Hello, and welcome to the Knuckleball Podcast, where two strangers hang out for the first time and make magic happen. And that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> all right, enjoy. Sorry, so what were we saying? Oh, yeah, introverts. So, yeah, I think I can't imagine, like, you know, I do this podcast. So there has to be something about talking to people that I really enjoy. Like, um, but I can't do one to two, you know, like my max is one to two. I can't do anything beyond that a week. Otherwise, I'm like really drained. But yeah. That, that's why I think um, I very slowly kind of whittled down my social circle because I realized that like uh, I only like to talk to like three to four people and I like to, um, this sounds weird, but like go deep with them, you know, and yeah. really get to know them rather than um, being like surface level acquaintances and friends with, I don't know, 50 people. Sounds exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it, I think. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think that's how I am too, although maybe sometimes I took too much of like the opposite. Like sometimes I just kind of be dating one person and spend kind of all my time with them and not really. Yeah, you need like three or four people maybe. You don't want too many, but you don't want to just have like one or two maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you like reading? Um, yeah, I haven't been reading in a while, but I've, I've been trying to start it up lately. So I've been reading a little bit. Um, so I have been, I've been reading Don Quixote for like two years. It's like a really long book though. Um, and I'm still reading it. <laughs> Hopefully I'll finish it at some point. I've been reading it kind of sporadically. Nice. So I really it, like that book though. The, like is that. there, I've actually never read it or a better word is tackle it because it is so long um it, what's your favorite parts about it like because I find that a good book is something that resonates with you in terms of like oh you know you you like identify with the characters or you feel like some of them apply to your life I don't know I, I mostly just like it because it's like funny I think but I kind of relate to the main character, Don Quixote, because like, or maybe, I don't know, people pronounce his name differently, but he's like, you know, well, I don't know how much you know, he like thinks that he is basically like a D&D character in real life is what I say. They didn't have D&D back then, but he like thinks he's like this knight on a mission to save the world and defeat giants. And, um, and <laughs> all the people around him are trying to like kind of talk some sense into him. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exactly like that but I kind of relate to like really, being really ambitious and kind of having like a naive kind of sense of hope that <laughs> it's probably foolish and not realistic but he doesn't really but there's kind of like a beauty in it that he doesn't really care and he's just going after what he believes in um so I don't know I think it's relatable um to a degree I love that like not giving a fuck about what people think just sticking to your guns yeah 
That's really cool. Um, wait, wait, you say you're an ambitious person. How so? Um, <laughs> I've gotten less though. I used to be. I used. I mean, I used to have a lot of dreams of doing stuff like being an author or like, I don't know. I wanted to be all kinds of stuff. Like, um, <laughs> even when I was an adult, stuff that isn't probably that realistic. Like, I don't know, being a mathematician and stuff. I mean, I guess it's possible, but it it wasn't really. I don't know. I, I've become more. My spirit has been broken, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is it? Was that like a slow burn, or it was like, I give up? <laughs> like you actually tried, and then somebody said some shit to you, and then you're like, "All right, you're probably right." Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't get that much shit. A little bit, but I didn't. That didn't really face me that much. Um, I don't know. I guess I just got a point where I realized that I was kind of like telling myself all this stuff that wasn't realistic and like, uh, I don't know. I, I thought I could be successful at a lot of things because there's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there's this weird, I don't know what it's called, like a fallacy or a bias. I, I imagine other people must experience it too, but where like, if you consume a lot of like content of like different books by different authors or um podcasts by different podcast hosts perhaps you'll like you start to feel like everybody is famous kind of or like has some kind of following but then I feel like I should be able to do that too um even though in reality it's just a small percentage of people that are that are much more famous so you you end up seeing them a lot more so I thought I could like be good at all these different things too like kind of the people that I admired but um without fully like wrapping my head around the fact that it's like less than one percent of people who really have any kind of like following at all in whatever like field or creative endeavor they pursue so I kind of had to internalize that and that's kind of what um kind of brought me down coming down to size a bit probably for the best but it is kind of sad because it's more anyway sorry I'm rambling (laughs) no but like the I mean just because there's a one percent chance of being not definitively successful but like who like who decides that what what is that to you like money and um fame like number of people knowing you um not the money I guess the fame or not really fame but I just I guess I just kind of wanted people to see my work or my ideas as okay but yeah like when you think about success it's like um does it mean so I I actually I was listening to an episode uh I don't know if like you know this comedian called Pete Holmes but okay yeah Uh, yeah, that's fine but like I was listening to an interview with him and he basically said like he has this like post-it note on his desk or computer or something that said for its own sake and I really like that it's like um success to me is like oh you're you're flowing you're like doing things for its own sake um you're not really worried about what people think about it you're just doing it because it brings you some level of joy and you just keep doing it um and yeah I don't know like like nobody listens to this podcast but like I think it's successful like I find so much joy from talking to you and like all the other guests and and yeah it will probably never make a single dollar in its life, <laughs> but like, 
I still keep doing it because it's so fun. The editing sucks though, but like everything else is fun. But yeah, I don't know what. What do you think about? That? I I feel like it shouldn't stop you from. Okay, maybe mathematician. I've, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't resonate with that. I don't. I don't really like anything uh, ac- academically driven. But like, um, being an author or like writing stories and stuff. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I I like that too. I don't know if I've ever heard that for its own sake. Yeah. 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 That's the way to be. I've been trying to be that way lately. Um. It is kind of freeing to not really worry about what people would think about what I'm making, but then it is also just a little sad to think that probably no one is gonna uh, look at it or read it. But yeah, yeah. it's okay. It, it I, I'm trying to be more that way. I do think that's the best way to go. Yeah, because at least like you can, you know, in my head I'm like, okay, at least I can control this part of the equation, which is like I'm doing the work for for fun and for joy and like it it adds to my life in that way rather than being like oh I need like 30,000 people to watch my work otherwise it's a failure and you know everyone's gonna die anyway <laughs> so it's like yeah like why does you know I think to me it's like why does that matter but I get it like it has to be sustainable in, in its own way and you would like to do it for the rest of your life you know without having to hold down like some other job to sustain it for like practical reasons I guess it is worth being famous (laughs) I I hope that you won't give up on that like yeah have you did you try writing stories or fiction nonfiction, or or was that just something in your head like you like the idea of being an author but you never really um put pen to paper I did some writing um in high in I think in high school I wrote like a whole novel but then I deleted it what <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah I know I kind of curious if it was any good or not probably not but I don't remember but um yeah I don't know lately I've been writing songs instead because I don't know I think I thought that I'm better at writing prose like novels or like stories and writing songs so I made myself write that but I think I might like writing songs better so that's part of me kind of just doing it for the fun of it is like oh I'm just gonna write music then it doesn't have to be good and um I try to before I write songs I try to say something like oh writing shitty music never hurt anyone <laughs> and then I write some songs and that's kind of my way of trying to do something along the lines of what you're saying I feel like with the doing it for its own sake like try not to worry too much about it so that's what I've been doing lately and maybe I'll go back into writing stories at some point but I've been doing songs Oh, what is it? That's really cool. I I have tried writing uh, songs like I play the guitar not very well. I know like six chords probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like really fun to is. Is there something about the format of songs that is more appealing than like having to uh, write like a whole novel or something? Yeah, well, one thing might be like. Well, some ideas are like complicated enough that it might be hard to put them into a song. So a novel is good, but like with a novel, you have to kind of, or I feel like you kind of have to devote yourself to one grand idea. It's hard to put a lot of different ideas into a novel that are all like kind of random and 
I don't know, you have to tie it all together. But if I just have some random idea for something, I could make a song about it and be done. And then if I have some other random idea, I can make a song about that. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit easier to express myself, I feel like, than having to like tie together all the random stuff that I'm thinking about if I'm just trying to do like, express myself. But yeah, that's where I'm at with guitar too. I know like six chords and <laughs> for me it sounds very bad when I play. Uh, but I play anyway. It's so hard. Exactly. You play it. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I I uh you do you know the band daughter? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. They're awesome. I think their their most famous song is is Youth. Right? Yeah, yeah. My friend showed me that song. I I really like that song. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful song. But um yeah, I w- I was listening to one of their interviews. I think that, like the singer is called Elena or Eleanor and the way that she came up with that song is she said like oh you know she never written a song before and um and she found the scales like very challenging i'm probably butchering this but basically her friend was like why don't you just take four basic chords and like put some lyrics to it and that was youth like youth is literally uh-huh. like four super basic chords played in a very creative way uh finger picking style and and like the lyrics blew my mind like oh my god I think I'm pretty sure I cried like listening to it for the first time anyway it like my point is like having these like boundaries to to, that fit your limits you know like for example if you know four chords you play with four chords it it doesn't mean that you're not able to make something wonderful and great um from it just because it's like quote-unquote basic I don't know that's really cool that you write songs though would you ever show anybody (laughs) your songs I don't I haven't shown anybody I feel like if I did then the next time I write a song I'm gonna be kind of wondering like what is this person gonna think when I show it to them I don't know so so far I haven't showed anybody I don't think I probably will okay well I would love to be an audience if you would be open I mean not even like I don't have to listen to it but like it's cool to read some like lyrics you know what do you usually write about about they're mostly about either um relationships kind of stuff or about um, mental illness related stuff yeah Uh, the stuff I've been thinking about lately do you have any favorite bands yeah, they're they're a little bit. I, my favorite are probably the Mountain Goats and AJJ. Those are kind of obscure. Um, I like Fiona Apple. If you ever heard of her, um, sorry, I I don't listen to too many like really popular musicians. What about you? No, you like? I mean, the, like I think I know Fiona Apple. It's like very either early two thousands or like, like nineties music. Yeah. I that that's kind of what I resonate with too. Like, I I don't really like the current music, you know, that are being produced. Uh, I'm more of like I really enjoy jazz. So you know, sixties, eighties. I like like uh like Queen, right? Is it Queen or Queens? I don't know. Um, and yeah, just like music that my parents really enjoy those are my kind of vibe it's just the lyrics are more meaningful you can rock out with your parents then oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) my 
my dad is a big fan of them, which is hilarious because he's like this really, really like Chinese Asian dude. <laughs> but then he's like he's like rocking out to like uh yeah, like Queens and 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 all those kind of rock bands and it's it's just cool. It, do you have like a favorite song? I feel like that usually speaks about a person's personality and I, I don't know if I have any that are very well known off the top of my head. I have to think about it. Sorry. What about you? That's fine. Like they, you know, they don't have to be well known. I think it's like the obscure ones that that are actually the coolest uh, types of music. Um, this is probably like not my favorite, but I really love telling people about this. Uh, it's this album called Miracle Musical by band oh wait no sorry the wait i have to look it up the album is called the hawaiian two or something and it's like a six minute i'll send it to you later but it's like a six minute epic song it's crazy like i I don't even like the lyrics are, are insane but anyway i have to send it to you we can listen to it later maybe uh but it's yeah it's pretty it's like wild (laughs) it almost feels like you're like floating in a fantasy and watching like a car crash happen (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) i know it's it's almost like the feeling you get you know when you're when you're listening to to like bohemian rhapsody but like a lot less famous yeah like very operatic type of um sounds (sighs) i know you said that you were nervous in the start but you don't seem nervous now like how do you think this conversation's going okay thank you i got a little better i was really scared (laughs) but I, i feel a little better i feel like you're a good conversationalist you gotta like loosen up. Thank you. I think I don't I don't know what's a good conversation, but no, it's like I'm learning a little something about you. You're you know, we're sharing, we're like the energy's flowing. It's it's great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I was gonna tell you. Well, I guess I still can, you know. If it's not very good, I won't be offended if you don't post it or anything, but I'm glad I got to talk to you nonetheless. Of course, yeah. I'm definitely going to post this one. I think the ones that... Oh my god, what is wrong with my Wi-Fi? Is it better? Okay, okay, you're moving a little bit. Okay, cool. Um, I think when I first did this, I had some, like, Taylor... Like, I had some horrendous conversations. Really? The, yeah. Dude, the ones that are the worst is, like... It's not even about the person. It's just like like you're just not vibing you know it's just very sterile and clinical almost and I was just so awkward about it because I I didn't I didn't know how to approach freaking like a screen like a car like a stranger on a screen like um and yeah those are the ones that I don't post and I'm pretty sure they don't mind because it was like a totally new podcast anyway um but yeah and also I had no concept of of timing uh I remember my first conversation went on for three hours talking about 
I don't even really remember. I have to go, I have to go back and listen to it. But like, yeah, I just totally forgot how to stop a conversation. So I just kept going. <laughs> and the, the editing was a nightmare because I had to cut out like most of it. You feel like you've gotten better then? I think so. Um, I, yeah, I think I've gotten better at like, being okay well it's funny that we were talking about uncertainty it's like being okay with being uncertain uh about where the conversation is going and just like kind of it's like okay you want to take a left we'll go left want to take a right we'll go there and like i don't know just asking like stupid random questions that might lead us down some rabbit holes i don't know either way i like the organic nature of it which i think is is like how two complete strangers would approach something it's like you're literally just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks what do you like spending most of your time on these days apart from being an astronaut in bed (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know if there's a lot besides well i've been spending a lot of time making music other than that um I like walking around and biking a lot and listening to music and sometimes dancing down the sidewalk too. <laughs> nice. I um, love that. Also, can I just say, I thought you said I like walking around and planking and <laughs> biking. <laughs> planking. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. <laughs> Wasn't that some trend from a while ago? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like stuck in... 2013 I was like Taylor's just literally planking for like half her day which is like not a not a bad way to spend your time yeah you'd be in good shape yeah exactly that's cool that that you bike I'm uh at least for me like I hate biking in in the city like dude you're about to get run over every other second and and my anxiety levels is just off the roof when I every time my friends suggest that I'm like can we like stick to the because even the bike lanes aren't safe like you have to go to a park or something yeah wait you said you're in new york city yeah oh okay yeah wow i've never been there before we're so close though so one day if you ever make the trip down yeah i didn't know i'm not much of a traveler but my mom and sisters have been there before and they i think they liked it do you like living there? Say that one more time. Do you like living in, in New York City? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's okay, like, okay. I like the, I always tell people this, it's like, uh, the this is the one place where you don't have to seek out interesting things. It's just everywhere is just full of energy and like, anywhere can be interesting because it's just there's so many characters on the street that you never know what you're gonna run into it's like you know one time you could be witnessing a drug exchange and then the next (laughs) some like dope ass musician will just be in the park playing some like amazing song that nobody's ever heard of um i don't know yeah you never know what you're gonna find (laughs) it's like pandora box (laughs) Wow, yeah. I've never heard a place described like that, but that makes me want to go there. Like, that sounds so cool and so exciting. Yeah, please come here. I feel like 
yeah, the energy is very like infectious. I hate to use that word because we're in COVID, but it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so you said you've mostly just been been in Maryland. Yeah. Um, I haven't been out of Maryland in a while. I'm not a big travel. Sorry, I think I already said that. So I've been mostly at home. Do you? Because I mean, you know, Singapore is a tiny place, but I still manage to find some little spots where I like to go to and unwind and just I don't know think about life and just being by myself do you have any places like that in Maryland um well you know we live in the suburbs so it's pretty nice just like walking around the neighborhood um it's not really isolated but it's pretty nice but um I have this park that I only went to once but I thought it was like the most beautiful place I've ever been like or maybe one of them, I can't describe it, but it's like, it, it wasn't really trees, like the woods, it was kind of like a plains kind of thing, so there's like grass and like these little straw things, I can't describe it, it was like this beautiful meadow, it was so pretty, I never went back there, because I feel like it's gonna like ruin the mood, if you know what I mean, like I established, like when I was there, I was all happy, and I said this mood, and I don't want to like disappoint myself, Yeah. but that was one place I went nice once, and um, I really liked it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a great place to have a picnic there. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, that would be, yeah. I love that. Did you, uh, did you chance upon that place yourself or were you, were you with friends? Uh, I was just Googling parks in the area and I found it and I just decided to go. There's probably a lot of parks around here that I've never been. That's why I feel like I probably could live in somewhere like New York City, although the way you describe it now, I, now I feel like I would want to be there, but just because it's so, I don't know, I'm used to living in a place that's pretty like, there's a lot of grass and trees everywhere, so. Um, it can get very overwhelming being, being yeah. amongst like a lot of concrete and just like a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I think if I did go to Maryland and live for a bit, I would be terrified because I'm so used to sounds around me that I know some people like they hate it. They're like, you know, it's it's very distracting and it's just a lot of things in your mind. You can't be quiet. So, yeah, I think if I move through, I'm so used to that, that if I go to Maryland, I'm just like, oh, shit, like now I have to be alone by myself uh, in my head which I think can be nice for a change, but probably not too long. Also, I can't drive, so (laughs) that's like a big, yeah, big thing. I had a friend who said like her, I think she said her favorite place to relax was the streets of New York City. She used to live in New York City, I guess, because like, (laughs) I guess she said because there's so many, I think this is what she said, there's so many people that you know that no one is like thinking about you or judging you, so you can kind of feel alone because there's just so many people going by. I think she said something along those lines yeah and I would agree with this um you just reminded me it's like another another thing that I like to describe about New York is um it's the one place where you just feel really alone it's like where nobody cares about you <laughs> in every sense of that word and it can feel very isolating but at the same time it's like you can be, you can have the permission to like be whoever you want. Like no one gives a shit about you because everyone is just right, so worried yeah. about themselves. 
Um, and in that sense, like it, it felt very freeing when I first came here because I was like, oh, I can do like whatever I want. I can like, for example, like this, this podcast, like I wanted to do it for years, but because I was in Singapore, like I cared about what my parents think into some level you should, but I was scared about like being judged and stuff. And, and then I, and then after being here for a while, I was like, yeah, like what am I waiting for? Like nobody cares whether or not I start this thing. Um, and nobody cares even now. And I'm like, that's really cool that I get to just like be, be myself. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, do you feel like Maryland is a place where that encourages you to like explore and just be yourself or are you very much under the weight of being judged and like what people think and stuff? Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know if it has to do with Maryland or just like the, how rural or urban the place is, but like living in the suburbs, I feel like it's kind of a, a mix. I kind of imagine that like, yeah, like busier places like New York City, probably you can be more free to be yourself, but fewer people care. And then like the converse, like in really small towns, at least from what I've heard, like everybody cares about you, but they can also be really like gossipy and, um, you know, you might have, you have to be a certain way because everybody knows you and they're going to be like talking about you. Where I live, it's like not, it's not small enough that everybody's like talking about you, but I might pass people in the street who I've like known for years and stuff even like kind of outside the neighborhood um so it's kind of in between like um I try not to care because I'd be kind of silly I like I said I'll kind of like dance around the sidewalks and stuff and sing and I try not to care I just try not to make eye contact but sometimes I do kind of know the people yeah <laughs> um it's, it's kind of they, they might know who I am which makes it more difficult than if it's someone like I know I'm never gonna see again but I try not to care and um haven't gotten too much slack for it so far so. <laughs> I it's so contrasting to your like personality though because because previously you were like oh you're you're like really nervous and like you're scared about you know not just doing this thing but just in general and then meanwhile you're like prance like frolicking around on the (laughs) pavement like like you don't care (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I have ambitions of of being someone who's more like doesn't worry but um I don't always live up to them so yeah it is kind of weird I'll like be really nervous talking to people but then do weird stuff in public yeah I'm trying to learn to not worry too much it's like it's like you're what's the word I use this to describe this other person that I had on is like very like free-spirited like you have that about you but at the same it's like how do you balance that yeah um it's a constant struggle (laughs) yeah I guess I don't know it is kind of weird I don't know yeah it is freeing though to is that like the one because you know how we have different personalities in different situations and it's like when you know like you said when you're just out and about being yourself you like don't care but then in other areas you like really care about what people think yeah I guess it is kind of like that it's also a little different between like well I guess everyone's probably maybe you're like I don't know um I guess a lot of people like this but like 
with family and friends it's also different because I feel like I've grown like habits of like kind of acting a certain way around my family that I feel like I can't change but now like if I <laughs> meet late. new friends I will like kind of force my real self on that one up the bad <laughs> that's bad terminology but like I you know I won't try to like act a certain yeah. way and I so that, yeah, that way trap like, I, them trap yeah. them and then <laughs> no I, I try to establish from the get-go that I'm I am a certain way and then that way I, I can be myself around them but I can't like do that to my family because I've, I've already like established a certain identity and I can't undo it so I always kind of have to act a little different around them no yeah I feel the yeah. same way I think yeah. I like it's so funny I've never ever cursed in front of my parents or my family <laughs> and then meanwhile I'm throwing f-bombs like to my <laughs> friends like it's nothing uh, but apart from that it's like kind of it's almost like living a double life almost um <laughs> but yeah it's like you you have to switch up your yourself but what kind of personality I mean I'm assuming that I'm talking to the real true Taylor like okay so this is you um but like what kind of personality do you want people to know about you um yeah so yeah this this is some real me more or less I mean it's hard to own like totally yourself around any given person but yeah I'm not like putting on an act or anything but um I don't know I think sorry I think I forgot the question no it's fine it's just like I'm curious what kind of personality do you want to show people oh I don't know um I guess just whatever comes out but I guess I like it when people see me as being like um creative maybe because it's kind of how I see myself um Maybe that's the main thing or having good ideas. I try to have interesting ideas to share with people. So I guess that's something I like to show if I can. That's really cool. I think what what lights me up is when people share something that they're really passionate about or like curious about, even if it's like physics or something, <laughs> like something like complicated. I don't care. Like I just love it when you can literally see the person's eyes light up when they talk about something. It's just like, it's really nice that, um, you know, this person cares about this thing, even though I don't really care about it. But there's like <laughs> yeah. an energy there that is hard to find in people. Like, I feel like everyone's just kind of, not like stuck in their jaws, but like, you know, they're just milling about their day and they have a very established routine almost to the point where it's like stagnant and they lose that curiosity about life and so it's nice once in a while to be surrounded by people who are like really interested in in a certain thing yeah I don't know if I ever thought about it like that but that's a nice way of thinking about it yeah yeah it's like just now when you were talking about your music I saw that in you you're like oh yeah you know I I really like like uh, writing music and talking about this and that and being an author and being creative. I think that's cool. And yeah, and then you can always be practical and realistic and you know some other time. <laughs> yeah. 
So are there aspects of your personality that you like to show, like people to see? Let's think about that. I think I want people to know me as like, like genuine. Whether it's being awkward or like being introspective or being silly or like, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Like, I think the underlying kind of personality that I want people to know me as is like, oh, yeah, this person was like authentic and like genuine and just actually and is like not putting up a front, you know? Yeah. Well, you come across as really genuine to me. I think that's a good way to be. Uh, I, I would hope that people see me as genuine too, but I'm a, I, I guess I'm afraid that I'm so awkward that I'm going to seem not genuine, even though I think I am fairly genuine. Um, just because I don't know if you, I don't know if you know what I mean, but if you're kind of awkward, it, it can, I feel like it might come up, it can come off to people kind of like, I don't know, they won't know how to read it or interpret it, but it's just something I'm working on, I guess. But I feel like being awkward is like part of being genuine. Like if you're actually nervous and like you don't really know what to say and stuff, like that is you being you. So I, I don't understand like the whole judgment about, you know, oh, this person's really awkward and like, um, ang- I don't know, anxious or he, yeah, I don't know. I know it comes off bad, but it's, it's, it is genuine. You're genuinely awkward, you know? Right. Yeah, you're <laughs> not, right. Like, you're not trying to pretend to be uh, something you're yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. I, I remember, yeah, that, that's why I think, so we met over Reddit and, like, um you you didn't mention it. Like, oh, I'm a little bit, you know, this and that. I'm like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> you can just be be like that. It's okay. Uh, I think I think I feel like the issue is like people don't accept it. They think everyone is just supposed to go through life being like comfortable in their own skin at all times. And it's like that's just not the case. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see someone who's always comfortable in their skin at all times, but there's probably not very many people like that. I just don't think I know anybody like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think you do either. No. Some people are good at hiding it, but if you ask them, they'll admit they'll admit to being nervous. Yeah, exactly. Like um, I think comedians are really good at that. They have to be. Right? Yeah. But even actors, like you see their interviews, dude. Some of them are like a wooden block. Really and and like of? have no personality to them. <laughs> <laughs> they used it all up on their characters, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Which makes them perfect for acting because they're like a vessel that is like oh, clean, yeah. like a clean slate, and they can just embody the the character that they're playing. It's it's funny how that works. <laughs> um. Have you ever like wanted to uh be in acting of any kind like in uh what, what do you call that like a drama club no I don't know that's always been like one of the things I'd probably be worse at I don't see <laughs> I don't think I have any talent for acting 
I can't even play like werewolf because everyone knows if I'm the werewolf. That's what I'm told. They can. I don't know if you know about that game, but yeah. Yes, you're 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 basically saying you're really bad at lying. Yeah, that's what I'm told. Yeah, well, I don't usually try to lie, so I guess I don't have a lot of practice. Yeah. Damn, we. Uh, I I'm not like a really good poker player, but I would love to to like play poker with you <laughs> just to see. <laughs> How you are? <laughs> like, uh, I have two twos. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then you'll go all in, and then that's it. That's how they get you. I'm so, but like, have you been to a casino before? No, have you? Yes, I've been. I've been to a bunch, and my theory is that if you stay in the casino long enough, you can see the. Five stages of grief play out over the over the course of like six hours yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, it's like when you see like the players there, it's just they really try to be a certain type of person, like either arrogant or like they know what they're doing. Um, and then they like keep losing, and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like just. Just stop. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like the casino really preys on our human flaws of, yeah. of like, yeah, we, we can't lose. We just can't lose. And it's a smart business model. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've seen people play poker. <laughs> poker and people have like those they'll have like a box over their head with little holes for the eyes or really yeah like to hide their face so they don't well that way I guess they don't have to have a good poker face um okay that's crazy I've never seen that before oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you just it's tell that how do you just tell that like so casually you're just like yeah you know poker players put like a paper bag over their head <laughs> I don't know I, um but yeah I don't know so you you play then sometimes uh like Maybe a little bit yeah. yeah do you do you win much I remember okay one time I was on a solid streak not at oh. the casino but I was just playing with um some of my brother's friends and uh and yeah it was like I was like in the pocket, but then I'm, I think one thing I really like about myself is I'm good at saying no. Like, I think I'm very disciplined at, at being like, okay, this is enough. I don't need any more, uh, which I think has really served me well. in like, you know, other parts of my life, but, uh, but yeah, I, I do remember it too. I was riding that high. I felt like I was on top of the world uh, but then, yeah, I, I don't really have that urge to play as much as I know some people do. Right. Well, yeah, it's good that you can, you know how to stop, I think. Did, are you also good at, like, discipline in terms of, like, following a schedule or, like, uh, putting in hours towards some kind of project? Like, do you have all kinds of discipline or mostly just gambling discipline? No, I think probably like all kinds of discipline like I think recent and I say recently like past couple of years is um 
a a um not theory what's that like a concept that i really buy into is consistency i just really really believe in that um i literally so uh, over the pandemic, I was laid off and I had to find another job and it was just brutal because, you know, for especially for like international people trying to stay in the U.S. So I was like knee deep in um, recruiting. And at one point, I like wanted to give up. But so then I wrote like so cheesy but like I wrote trust the process nothing else matters on like a piece of A4 printer paper paper and like stuck it on my wall and that was like the one thing that got me through it is like okay if I just really buy into this idea of like consistency and just against all else like just stick to this one thing I think good things might happen uh, so yeah, so I so I really like try to be disciplined in, in in like all areas. Like obviously I fall off sometimes, but I try to get back onto it. Yeah, that's a good motto. I I heard the term consistency used in that way too. Is that like based off a book or something, or is it just the general like uh, my, frame of mind that people have? I think it's like a hodgepodge of like books and podcasts and it's just like successful people that I listen to um yeah it's just it's like the one thing that they really do well in it's like just being consistent like sticking to it uh and seeing how it plays out so I think that's yeah I think that's cool is there is there like an idea like a principle that you really buy into and and you believe in I don't know. I'm kind of concerned that I don't have a ready answer for that. I should probably have some principles. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to be, you know, a certain way. I don't think. Like, I don't think it has a reflection on like the person that you are. It's fine if it's fine if you don't. But is there anything that you're trying to explore? Sorry, I'm trying to open my water bottle. I don't know. Um, well, I don't know if there's like a word for this exactly, but I've been trying to look at things in like a more nuanced way because sometimes I see things really like black and white, like, oh, it either has to be like this or that or someone kind of like likes me or they hate me or I should do something like all or nothing kind of. But, um, you know, I guess just because I want everything to make sense, but life doesn't make sense and things are more complicated than that. So. I try to learn and kind of look at things uh, in a more nuanced way. Um, I didn't know how to explain it, but. Um, I think it yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah, it's like kind of shifting from like a binary point of view. Yeah. I think I was like that a lot um, when I was younger, which is like a a more convenient way to look at life because it's like oh yeah it's either this or that or like zero yeah. or one <laughs> but then you realize like everything well maybe not everything but like a lot of things that we experience or like we see in other people and the way that they behave it stems from something like there's always like a reason why we act the way we act even if it's like in a shitty way it's probably like um because of the way we grew up or some, or like people that we surround ourselves with and i don't know if you 
notice this, but like I find that that it makes the problem a lot better. <laughs> it's like you you have when you have more empathy, it's hard to be mad at something. Yeah. Yeah. How how did you like? How did you like um start seeing things that way? Yeah, I have problems with like thinking a certain way. It also like relates to schedules. Like I'll follow, I'll try to like follow a really strict like over like unnecessarily strict schedule. And I think one day my schedule went wrong in like some really small way. Like I took a shower at seven oh eight instead of seven oh seven or something, and then I got really upset. And then I was like. <laughs> but it was so silly it was like such a silly thing to get upset over that it kind of made me realize that I was being too like rigid with everything and then um this sketch was also kind of relates to like the black and white thinking so I was like wow I really gotta um not try to put everything into a little box and make everything very exact it's just kind of how I naturally think if I let myself so I have to kind of keep myself in check yeah it's just a lot more satisfying when you like yeah, check that thing off. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's really satisfying, but but uh, it creates a lot of stress. Yeah, having to yeah be so rigid in your lifestyle. I get it. Like I'm um I'm trying to intermittent fast these days, which is like an eight hour window where you eat right. Um. And yeah, I think when I first started, I was like, yeah, I have to like eat at 11 and like stop eating at six. It's like, yeah. okay, what about your friends who like want to hang out with you after mm-hmm. six? Like, what do you do then? So yeah, I'm trying to be more flexible with it and being like aiming for 80% is like good enough. You know, I guess, yeah, aiming for good enough oh. is better than like being perfect because you're never going to be perfect. Like, yeah. 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 That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I think I'm still accepting that I'm never going to be perfect. Yeah. That's kind of a ongoing. <laughs> it's hard. But 80%. I like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But if you think about it, it's like, why I actually had to like really get over that. And I'm pretty sure I'm not over it. <laughs> um, but when you think about it, it's like, okay, so like what comes after perfect? you just like keep being perfect and then what like that's so boring to me you know um but I think like having having like that last 30 percent that you have to strive for for the rest of your life um I think it like it's spices up your life a little bit I can't think of a better word yeah yeah it like keeps things interesting yeah that's very true oh did you say what you were doing most of the day uh no but I what do I do most of the day I actually am quite a homebody like I really like being at home and reading and like uh going to jazz bars in the city it's yeah I there there's some wonderful like jazz dive bars that I like to go to so for example there's one called Mona's where they have um Tuesday jazz nights which is really awesome um and yeah I think kind of like you like I like sitting in parks a lot (laughs) you know it's so funny it's like you never really think about it 
when you were younger. It's like, oh, why do like old people like sitting in parks so much? <laughs> like, <laughs> just like chilling on a bench, and then, you know, amongst the grass. And then, and then I get older, and I'm like, yeah, this is like pretty nice uh, to just like watch animals run around. And I don't know, I don't know. It's like a boring thing, but I I like doing that. No, I can relate. Yeah, well, kids are very. I don't know, very rambunctious. I remember when I was a kid, I, I didn't understand why adults would talk, but like they would just stand around and talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> we would always be playing games or something. Adults are so boring. They just sit around and talk. It's, it's the same as like, you know, when you go to the, the gym, you're literally walking around, picking up heavy things <laughs> and putting them down <laughs> for like an hour. And you're like, guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> <sighs> the existential crisis that is adulthood it is it is but but the thing is like it's these things that keep us going like we don't pay so much attention to um things that help us conserve or add to our energy but it's like all of these like going to the gym you know like talking to people they're so basic and they come naturally to kids but for us, it's like on our to-do list. <laughs> so yeah, we have, to, we have right. to intentionally do those things. And wow. Okay. As I'm talking about this, I'm like, shit, what the hell? Like, yeah, we we become so intentional with, with our lives. We forget that like these things are actually quite um, uh, organic, you know, for, for kids. Yeah. It's kind of sad. <laughs> it is kind of sad. Oh boy, I don't know. I'm just, now I'm trying to brainstorm. Like, what other things did I not really think about when I was a kid? But now it's like it occupies so much of my attention. I don't know. Like making friends, I feel like has been a very intentional thing for me. Like in the past, you're like, hey, what are you? Th-? You know, you're like, you, you just like hit up people randomly. But now it's like, oh, you have to have a reason to talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I always say, would you like to live in a world where, well, I don't know. If, I don't know what it's like in New York City where like people randomly talk to strangers a lot. Or do you like it? Or do you like people to keep their distance more if you don't know them? That's actually a a pretty common thing in Singapore and then when I came to New York I was like oh shit like people actually say hi to like random people on the streets I really like that um space to build connection a lot more yeah Yeah. I'm really yeah I like I'm really embracing like spontaneity and having that space for organic connections to happen um like for example in New York, it is very common for people to be like, oh, yeah, you know, like my friends here, can I invite him? Whereas in Singapore, well, maybe, maybe, you know, I haven't been back in a while, but like at least during when I was there, it was it was a very weird thing. It, like you usually just stuck to your circle of friends. And if you invited someone, it's like usually really awkward, you know, um, but yeah. I don't know what 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 about you? Do you like that kind of energy or 
Yeah, I, I mean, maybe it depends on the day, but I've been appreciating it more lately. Um, I like living in a neighborhood where people like wave and say hi to each other. Um, but sometimes I wish strangers talked to each other more. I sometimes talk to the people at the library, which is kind of nice because sometimes people, the same people show up every day and you can kind of get to know them a little bit. For a while, I was going to the library like every day. So that's a good, it's a nice way to talk to people there. Um, I thought I you're like not it. supposed to talk in the library. It's <laughs> a good point. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I, I, you're actually one of the rare people who still go goes to libraries. Um, I like in the last couple months, uh, I stopped buying books, and I was like, I'm just gonna go to the library like every couple of weeks and pick up some mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, p- pick up some books. And it, it's been like a really nice little habit that like opens up my day. You know, you take a walk to the library, you like browse through some um, interesting titles and, I don't know, come back and chill and read. It's like a nice break to the day, I feel. Yeah, I like, we have the most beautiful library here too. It's like, mm. it's like 30 feet high with like all these wood, uh, wooden beams on the ceiling. I don't know how to describe it, but it's a nice place. Could have a nice public library. Yeah, it doesn't it makes you feel like you're you're like Shakespeare and like okay, I don't know when Shakespeare like 1800s or something. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, it's nice to have that um oh, what's the word? Like an like analog lifestyle, you know, like you take a break from the screens. Yeah. Uh, you you like to write and I like to journal in the past and I find paper and pen is a lot more not like fulfilling I don't know what the word is but it feels better than writing on a typing out on a screen um but yeah I I want to get a typewriter now that I'm talking about it (laughs) yeah there's something so charming about that you know like typing I like the sounds of it yeah yeah I haven't used a typewriter in a while, but the, the keyboards at the library are the ones with those thick keys that click kind of like a typewriter. I like yeah. That. But typewriters sound kind of stressful, though, because don't you always have to, like, write the whole line over if you make a I don't know how typewriters work. If you make a mistake, is it hard to redo it? It is. I think so. Yeah, yeah you have to manually, like, X out the line and then go to the next line and write it. You know, there's no backspace. So, yeah. So if when's your birthday? It's August second. It's in like a few days. Actually, it's coming up. Are you doing anything? <laughs> Not that I know of. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> do Do your friends live close to you or? Not really. One does, but a few are long distance. Uh, a a couple do, and a couple are long distance. Okay. Um. I I I asked because I. I don't know if it's like because of COVID or something that, you know, you're not celebrating it. But I'm curious if somebody were to get you a birthday gift, what would what would you want? Like what's on your wish list? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. And be honest, like, it, you know, it doesn't have to be something bought or whatever. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't I don't really do gifts. Usually, I don't know why. I just feel like they're kind of. I always worry about whether someone's going to like the gift I get them or 
uh, or I feel bad about them giving me a gift. So usually I try to convince people not to get me gifts, which usually works if I'm sufficiently firm. That's <laughs> 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 kind of a boring <laughs> take on celebrations, but um, I don't. I'm not a fan of gifts. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be a gift, but like you know something. Like, uh, like, how would you like to spend it? Um, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Hopefully, my family will get me a cake and stuff, and we can hang out in the evening. Um, I live with my parents and both my sisters, so yeah. Hopefully, my mom. My mom usually makes me like a cookie cake, which is like it, which is a giant cookie with icing on it. So hopefully, maybe she'll make me a cookie cake, and then we can all have that. <laughs> that sounds so good. It sounds like a yeah, gingerbread but... house, but like <laughs> ginger cookie house. <laughs> yeah, sort of. It's not ginger. It's just like a giant chocolate chip cookie. Oh, and she God. makes the icing too, from, like homemade. So it's really good. Yeah. Wow. Is your mom like a, a huge baker? Uh, she's, she's pretty good at baking. Yeah. I'm my dad does the cooking and my mom does the baking. Usually. Oh my God. Okay. So you have the perfect house then. <laughs> <laughs> much, yeah. you you got all your like uh three course meals ready <laughs> are you gonna ask your mom are, are you someone who like asked you know for something or you're just you like slowly hinted and you're like please make a cookie cake <laughs> like tell telepathically <laughs> i haven't asked her so i don't <laughs> I don't know if she'll get the telepathic message or not. If if I don't get it, that'll be okay. But she usually makes one. So. Yeah, I love that. Does she does the, does she do that for your sisters as well? Yeah, I think she'll make. Yeah, she'll make them. I think she makes them whatever cakes they like. I, I'd have to remember. So she loves you all equally. That's that's yeah. good. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh boy! All right. I realize that we're coming up on two hours, so I don't want to take up more of your time. Have a really good birthday. I was not expecting that your birthday would be in two days. Is there is there anything we talked about a whole lot? Is there anything else that you would that you want to give a shout to about or? Um. Uh, I don't think so. Just. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, I, it cheered me up too. And I'm, I'm glad that I got to be on. And thanks for talking to me. Awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to stay in touch. Yeah, I would too. Um, We could exchange Discord. I would also use Discord. We could exchange Discord over Reddit if you want. Wait, you don't use Reddit a lot, but then you signed up for this? That's really cool. <laughs> I, I used to, but I it was a little bit bad for my mind. I feel yeah. like because I so it I is a toxic place. Like a, yeah, sometimes. So I just use it on like a few subreddits. Oh, nice. yeah. Well, I feel very lucky then that, you know, on your rare chance, uh, on the rare occasion that you're on Reddit, you stumbled upon my post. Yeah, I'm lucky that I found it too and that I got to talk. Thank you. Yeah. I was so scared. I- <laughs> I was like, I at the beginning, I was like, I so regret this. It's going to be so bad, but I might as well show up now because she already like put time out of her day. So, but it's yeah, probably Taylor, not you made a promise. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs>
<laughs> thank you for I'm showing up. Okay. Honestly, yeah. like I'm really grateful that you made the time. I know it's not, you know, it's it's hard at least for people who are like in their 20s. It's so hard to even make an hour of time, let alone yeah. for a total stranger. Cool. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, have okay. a good rest of the Saturday, Sunday weekend. Um and yeah, I'll I'll talk to you on Discord or something. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Before you go, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please take 15, 20 seconds to leave a nice rating and review. It'll really, really help the show. Also, come say hi and let me know what you thought about it on Knuckleball Podcast on Instagram. I really love to get to know you as well. And maybe, maybe we can be friends. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.